0: Welcome to Meeting Malcolmist, a pavement podcast. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of carefully curating the content that you are listening to, which is in this case, the chronological discography of Pavement, with the hopes that together we can discover some gems, we can learn some shit, and uh, ultimately I get to meet Malcomus. So there's that. This week we are in a transition phase, I suppose. We are covering Chesley's Little Wrists, and it comes from Slanted and Enchanted, if you're just tuning in. It's like the seventh track, and it's a real interstitial number. It's um, this is certainly a track that uh, harkens back and makes you think about the EPs. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, check those out, where there were lots of like interstitial-type tracks that would take you from one phase of the record to another. In the case of this record, we got five bangers out of the shoot. Then we slowed things down with Azurica Stained, And now we're getting ready to transition into, you know, ultimately, I guess, side two, um, for lack of a better word. (laughs) I'm struggling today, folks. I'm struggling. Uh, I um, had a very potent edible yesterday, and um, my brain is still recovering from that, so... I may be talking a little slower and I apologize for that. Put your, adjust your speed on your podcast player and maybe you can make it sound like it normally does. Or maybe this is how I always sound. I don't know. So there's that. I got a great email this week that I want to share with y'all. I love sharing these letters that I get. It's, uh, really quite wonderful. And, um, I'm going to share two with you. One that's a little older and one that's a little newer and they, um, both revolve around summer babe. So this one comes from Todd Thurman and he says, Hey JD, I just listened to the summer babe winter version episode and was surprised that nobody weighed in on the lyrical meaning yeah, that's me. I've been really chimping out on that. Uh, I'm getting feedback from people that are like, uh, Hey man, just, we liked it when you took a stab. That's all right. You don't have to get it right, but just, uh, show some ass JD, you know? So this, uh, email continues. That wasn't part of the email. That was my, that was my, uh, editorializing, um, To me, that song conjures such a clear image of being home in Stockton for the summer. I lived in Sacto in my junior high high years, so the image is based on my reality, and just hanging out with friends. Ice Ice Baby was a big hit the summer before the song was recorded, and it's easy to imagine Steve calling calling one of his friends Ice Baby in a bored drawl. Summer babe sounds like a dismissive term for the girl you date while you're home from school. Mm, That's good. (laughs) Later versus ring of boredom and a sense of betrayal. Like maybe he started to have real feelings for his summer babe, but she wasn't all that interested. Ah, poor Steve's heart is broken. And that's the email. So yeah, I think that there's something to that. There's a lot of real clever um, imagery in the song and Um, but the overall vibe does, you know, feel maybe dismissive and, uh, it would be cool if they were volleying that dismissiveness back and forth, you know, from the man to the woman (laughs) in this case. So cool. Thanks so much, Todd. I got an email just today while I was recording this and, um, it's from David Gilman, and he refers to Summer Babe as Summer Girl, but I'm positive he's, he's talking about, well, for sure he's talking about Summer Babe because he says winter version, and he just had a brain fart or whatever. So I'll read it with the, with the correction. I know you already got to Summer Babe twice, but was surprised to see that you hadn't read anything similar to my feelings on the song when doing research. For me, Summer Babe, Winter Version, is right at the beginning of the first LP, and Pavement, for me, really starts there. And the song really fits its role there. It is this grand, soaring song, and really worthy of its role as the beginning of Pavement's entire discography. I feel like you're standing at the top of a mountain pass, looking at the land roll out in front of you, until it vanishes into the horizon. And then he goes on, and I'll save it for when we get to Wowie Zowie. I'll save the rest of the email. Well, actually, I'll read it now. Uh, and for when you get to Wowie Zowie, be sure to mention the Stereolab influence on Half a Canyon. I'm a huge fan of Stereolab. Both bands did tour together in the 90s, and for whatever reason, Stephen wanted to write a Stereolab song, so he wrote half of one. It sounds like it's right off of Transient Random. And finally... <laughs> And finally, I think you should trust your listeners will tell you if you're making a fool of yourself. Well, thank you. But I have a, um, you know, I have some uh, issues uh, with uh, negative self-talk. And, um, you know, they're going to, and it's going to act up or flare up every once in a while. So there's that. I will tell you that uh, as far as this being, you know, that very picturesque uh, top of the mountain track looking out on the discography, I can't argue with that, you know, with, with too much definitiveness other than the fact that now having really put some time into the EPs, I feel as though they are like the blueprints or maybe they're the map to the top of the mountain where you're introduced to summer babe as this new, you know, sort of entity. And we go from there. That being said, you know, a track like Chesley's little wrists, uh, harkens back to the EPs. And, you know, here we are in this cycle of, paradox if we take your um, definition at face value so I, I'm not sure I think it's a great song if you're listen if you want to introduce somebody to pavement you know I'm not going to go and play them spizzle Trunk. I'm going to play summer babe or I'm going to play box elder um, so you know there's that at any rate I really do appreciate the emails I can't wait to be in a situation where we can uh, meet face-to-face in Porto next year. And uh, we should maybe think about that. Maybe arrange something at some point. Transport, perhaps. Let's talk more about Chesley's Little Wrists. I have no clue how that title relates to the lyric, I'm bogged down. Or the musical content of this song. This song is like a freight train, with the ringing bell coming through town. Um, you hear that uh, almost like a a wedding toast glass. Ding 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 through the whole thing. It's it's not quite. It's more shrill than just the bell of a of a big cymbal. It it's like a ding ding ding, and. The, the the lead guitar meanders between, you know, the time that the bell rings. And, I mean, the bell is present throughout. And um, it really can put you off balance and in an unusual place, especially coming from something as cut and dried as Zurich. So um, it's an interesting choice. Again, other than if you think about it, as ushering in the rest of the content on this record, which that's, that's where I think this is. That's what its job is. It's uh, a mousse bouche, we would say, in um, Quebec or France, uh, referring to um, something that just is like an appetizer, something small, something that just amuses your mouth. Uh, in this case, it's amusing your brain, and it isn't meant to be taken too too far in depth. In fact, I've probably talked about it enough, so let's listen to it. This is a shorty, under a minute and twenty seconds long. This is Chesley's Little Wrists on Meeting Alchemists, a Pavement Podcast. Bye. Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. I'm social. Check me out at Meeting Malcolmus. And be a dear. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts.